I tell you to be different and creative and think this way. A much used business cliche. Kayla. What is outside the box? You got it. We're flying high with the wings and talking all things lacrosse. You're now listening to the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Everybody, welcome in to another episode of the Outside the Box podcast, part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. It's KB and DJ coming at you uh, with probably the slowest week of lacrosse we've had in quite some time. Uh, it's episode 190 of this bad boy. This this episode's for the real ones, DJ. I just went upstairs to run and grab a drink before we started recording, and I told my mom, I said, this episode's for the real ones. The real, true, hardcore OTB diehards. It might knock us down on the on the fan rankings, on that list that comes out every week. But if you're a real one, like I know Shrek is. So Shrek, I know you're listening to this. Real ones are going to listen to this episode and be thoroughly entertained because that's what we're here to do. And uh, I'm just going to let DJ talk to the people real quick because you, you might hear something a little different. What up, y'all? I mean, I don't know if y'all can tell, but I probably sound a thousand times better right now. <laughs> Shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to our sponsors. Getting DJ a mic. He's 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 ready to rock and roll. I like for me, it sounds a gazillion times better. And there's no there's no more like echo reverb from either of us now. Like we both got the mic set up, we both got headphones set up. DJ sent me a text when the mic came in and said, I got I got a gift in the mail. <laughs> and then you were like playing around with the the gain and, and knobs and stuff. You're like, this thing's amazing. Dude, I was like, I could take this thing anywhere. Like it's literally like carryable, and all you need is something with USB and power, and you have a microphone. It's like that's nuts. And it like changes the pattern on it, headphone control. Gain control. It's all just right here. Don't need anything else. I texted DJ on Tuesday and asked him if he had tested the mic. And DJ responded, yes, exclamation point, hard eyes emoji. This thing is almost better than a nice meal and sex. <laughs> yes, it's it's that good. It's almost that good. Now, we're not going to name drop the microphone company because they don't sponsor us. But if they want to, feel free. Please. Uh, but they're not a sponsor. But you know who is? Our friends at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Owned by Kyle Harrison, Chris Hogan. You might have heard of them. Uh, two former lacrosse players. Two legends of the game. Uh, you guys can go to TomahawkShades.com. DJ, I don't know if you saw this. But Tomahawk Shades is teasing this hoodie that I commented on it. And I said, 
I would wear this hoodie every single podcast recording if they made it go live on their website. I'm going to pull it up so DJ can react to it right now because this thing is just flat out gorgeous and I need it dropped. So Ryan, Tomahawk Shades, Ryan, Tomahawk Ryan, uh, I need you, need you guys to come through with this hoodie because I will buy every single one of them. Look at this hoodie. Look yeah, at that I, hoodie. Like I need that. I mean, I live in Michigan. It's it's getting it's getting cold. Like it's it's getting a little blustery up there. <laughs> it's fall already. Like it's raining. It's getting a little chilly. Like I leave the house in a sweatshirt every day now. Like let's go. That I need a new sweatshirt. Beautiful. I need a new sweatshirt. For for everybody just listening, uh, because we're gonna tweet this out and pander to our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Uh, but everybody just listening, it's like a burgundy tie-dye acid wash look with the Tomahawk logo. Like, I, I absolutely need that. Uh, so you guys can go to Tomahawk Shades, go to their Instagram, comment on that thing. Uh, because I did and Jerry Raganese did as well. And Jerry all caps said, do it now. Um, go comment that you want that hoodie on there because I, I personally need it and I need them to drop it. But you guys can go to tomahawkshades.com and uh, fill up your cart, get the blue light glasses, sunglasses. Check out their fall apparel collection that's live in the small batch collective tab on the website. And uh, when you go to check out, use our promo code USP. You get 25% off your entire order at tomahawkshades.com. Our friends at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, the official vodka of the underground. Uh, you guys can go to statesidevodka.com right now. Get the vodka soda party packs. They're available for, for as long as you allow them to be available. They were they were gone for six weeks the last time they sold out. You don't want to miss out on them. Go to statesidevodka.com. It's craft vodka, real juice, and sparkling water. There, it's nothing, none of those other bullshit, you know, additives that they put into some of these other popular things. There's no malt. It's craft vodka, real juice, sparkling water, 95 calories, two carbs. Uh, they got the black cherry, pineapple, orange, uh, and they got the lemon cucumber mint as well and everybody that i know dj that has tried the vodka sodas has said there's there's not that weird aftertaste that you get with these other seltzers and all these other it, it's there's no weird aftertaste and that's music to anybody's ears that just knows what sparkling water and what seltzer brings to the table it has that weird disgusting like bubble aftertaste that just tastes like plastic Every person I've talked to said no aftertaste with the stateside vodka, vodka sodas. Well, <clears throat> little news for you, even kind of working on getting out to Philly uh, opening weekend of NLL. So maybe this time when I return, I can actually go to a place that's serving. Or we'll just have some on deck for you to yeah, something stay strapped with in, in our Michigan HQ. I got a little uh, bone to pick with Chickies and Pete's. Yeah, what are we up, doing, Chickies? Put, putting up that they're served. That's false advertisement. Now serving stateside vodka. I asked for one. Oh, we don't really have those. We don't have that right now. It, what? Well, I mean, it's in high demand. Everybody wants these vodka sodas. So you guys can go to statesidevodka.com. Get yours now. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And, DJ, when you come back to Philly as well, you can you can crack open a nice cold Kenny with our friends at Kenwood Beer, the official beer of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Uh, the fun thing about 
Kenwood right now. You go to their shop, DJ. It's back in stock. The Kenwood Beer Golf Glassware, back in stock. It is available. It is cheap. And they have, I don't know if I showed you, new shirt in stock at the Kenwood Beer Store. It is fire. It is fire. The Philadelphia's Light Beer supports its local bartenders in the black and the cream uh, script. Go get that bad boy. Like, why would you not be wanting to uh, rock that around when you're out and about and everything? You guys can also go to KenwoodBeard.com and use the Kenny Tracker. You click on the magic Kenny Tracker box to see which stores and bars have Kenwood Original on tap. It is the beer that loves you back. Grab a Kenny. Uh, I mean, it's it's the best in game. Why would you not want to support a local beer, a local company? Why are you going to go to these big corporate fat cats when you can get a refreshing light beer that's 4.1% ABV, 127 calories, 10 grams of carbs, it's light body, light calories, plenty of flavor, the best light beer on the planet, our friends at Kenwood Beer. You got to be 21 or older to do so, and of course, please drink responsibly. Like we said, to kick off the show, it has been one of the slowest weeks in lacrosse of all time. A couple NLL signings that we'll touch on um, that have come down the pipeline the past couple of days. Most notably, uh, the boy, the homie, Mr. Thick Boy himself, Matt Rambo, getting that one-year deal with the Wings. He's back. Uh, very excited to have Matt Rambo uh, under contract, ready to rock and roll with this wing squad. I mean... How do you, how how could you even think of not re-signing Matt Rambo? Paul Day knows what he's doing. He's one of the best GMs, if not the best, in the NLL. Um, so very happy to have Rambo's contract signed, sealed, delivered. Uh, some other notable ones: Zed Williams signs his deal with Colorado. Uh, Stephen Reefus was moved to the holdout list from the active roster in Colorado as well. So we'll see if uh, the young boy Stephen Reefus ends up playing for Colorado this year or not. Uh, Ryan Benesh and Matt Hosick both signed one-year deals with Panther City. Uh, Kyle Rubish signed a one-year deal with Saskatchewan. Um, the Albany Firewolves signed John Luke Chetner to a one-year deal. I like that signing for Albany. I like John Luke Chetner. He's very good, uh, very criminally underrated type of player. He's he's like the way I view John Luke Chetner in the NLL is like how I view Kieran McArdle with the Water Dogs, like. Doesn't get talked about, but he's very good, and he'll put up points for you. That's how I view John Luke Chetner with Albany. Uh, Adam Charlambidi signs a two-year deal with Vancouver. I can't wait to watch him play the box game. Like, I can't wait. Like, the boys, Logan Schuss, Mitch Jones, like, they're the homies. They're rocking out there in Vancouver. And obviously, I'm going to tune in to watch Vancouver games because of them. But I can't wait to watch them play with Adam Charlambidi's. Like, that he's like what we said it during the draft like he's the type of guy that's like ready to roll ready to play he's older for a guy that's a rookie but i'm so pumped for him and hopefully he can just stay healthy i obviously living in michigan i'm a huge like big 10 guy so like i watch like all big 10 sports but like these Rutgers sport i watched the most this past year was lacrosse because of connor curse and adam charlotte beats like they made it so exciting, and they were so good. Even though there were games that Rutgers should have won that they didn't, it was right there like in, the in their grasp. Yeah, and like, but like, it was right there in their grasp, yeah. and they made the game so exciting, even though they lost. I was like, I want to watch these dudes play until they stop playing. Yeah, I'm pumped that he's getting the opportunity to play in Vancouver. 
It's one of those things where like Vancouver's such an up and coming team. Like they're they're finally starting to see like the fruits of their labor pay off with the savvy veterans like Logan and Mitch. You're bringing in pieces from you know the field game to get their feet wet in the box game, and they're starting to finally kind of like venture outside of just signing Vancouver guys, which has been their mantra since we've been covering the league. Like they strictly like their roster. Like if you look at their their roster page uh on their website it's literally like just guys from vancouver british columbia play for the vancouver warriors um so i'm excited to like finally see some of these guys coming in from outside of like that known area to contribute to this team they're fun they're fun on twitter uh they're probably going to be our top in our top two or three and just like team banter this year like they always are um so I, I can't wait to see, you know, plus you got both Keegan Bell and Keegan Ball rip to the the play-by-play announcers there. Also, shout out Jake Elliott, now officially in the booth with the Vancouver Warriors as well. Uh, that's going to be very exciting and making Vancouver games that much more entertaining to listen to uh, on the TV uh, broadcast. And, like, Vancouver's got pieces, like we said. They, they've got all those boys They've got uh, Reed Bowering coming in from the 2020 NLL rookie draft. Uh, Charlotte Beatty's, like we said, they brought in Matt Dinsdale from Saskatchewan. Steve Fryer is there now. Um, they've got one of the best, best names as a defender, Tyrell Hammer Jackson. What a name, what a name, what a name. Um, Kyle Killens finally going to get a chance to play there now after being traded there during 2020. Another year of Riley Lowe, Christian Mazzone is there. Uh, Garrett McIntosh is there. You know, they've got pieces that I think they're going to finally start putting some things together and really full-blown understanding, like, their identity and what they want to do on the floor. And uh, I think they're going to be a very exciting team to watch this year. Do I think they're going to be a playoff team? Probably not, just because of how competitive the West is. But it wouldn't shock me if when the season when the regular season's over, they're competing for a playoff spot or potentially in one. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in the exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP, breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. I would love to see them in the playoffs, honestly. I mean, they kind of have a weird mix-up of young and old, but, like, it's one of those mix-ups that could work. It's like, yeah, you know, the old that they have are very good. And, and they're, the young, like, a young old. Yeah, and the young that they have are coming in ready to work and have skills. They just need to understand how the box game works. That's the toughest thing about going pro in any sport is understanding – I wouldn't even say going pro, just understanding the difference from every level, even high school to college and then college to pro. Like 
that jump is always different. But if Vancouver, if those Vancouver rookies can get to that jump quick and get over it, they could be one of the top teams in the league very quickly. For sure. Uh, the other big announcement that we haven't really talked about because we we kind of breezed over, but it's official now, placed on the retired list. Andrew Suter retiring from the NLL. One hell of a career for Suits. Um, just one of those guys, like you saw it on Twitter, like everybody reaching out, like talking about how great of a teammate he was, how fun it was to play with him. Like that's that's when you don't really know a player all too well, you see what the reaction is on social media from guys he's played with. And that tells the tale for you. Suits is an all-timer. He's one of the classiest dudes. Um, and every single person that played with him adored playing with him. So hell of a career for Andrew Suter. Oh, 100%. Like, just I, I'm pretty sure I retweeted like five things, even though I had no clue what was going on. But like every I did, I could just feel like the heart felt like, oh, like I'm genuinely going to miss playing next to this guy or, you know, sitting in a locker next to this guy like that. That's what the game is about, how it brings people together. And I think we didn't talk about this one because it happened after we signed off from our episode. Kyle McClancy's back. I'm so excited to have that flow in that Firewolves uniform. He signed a two-year deal with the Firewolves. He's going back home. It's been far too long since we've been able to see Kyle McClancy play any type of lacrosse. Now he's playing the box game. Going to be able to get a little physical. I'm so pumped for the homie. Yeah, I mean, he's going to thrive. He loves the physicality. I mean, and I guess while we're on the topic, we should just talk about Albany and what's going on with their roster. I mean, they sat like a plethora of offensive players. Four guys placed on the holdout list from the active roster. I'm trying to figure, because I always get these lists. We, we need to do better as a, a lacrosse community, these leagues, both the PLL and the NLL, defining what the lists are for some of these things uh, because we have the draft list. We have the holdout list. We have all these different lists. We need a, a quick little database to let us know what the hell these lists actually fucking mean. A little basic Excel sheet. Um, so I'm trying to find what that actually means as we speak. Um but let's see if I can find that. But yeah, two notable names on that list. Actually, there's three, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Firewalls placed uh, Michael Sowers, Ryan Conrad, and Jules Henningberg, along with Zach Masson, on the holdout list from the active roster. Like, you just lost Callum Crawford to the Riptide in free agency. You're kind of still trying to find your identity on all fronts as a team you're in a new city why not give some of these guys a shot it's not like you know there's a a missed opportunity to give these guys a shot on this squad like and and i'm it it just makes no sense that they're just not on the active roster right now. yeah and like what do you what do you lose you have nothing to lose like there's everything to gain and nothing to lose in all actuality like from what i've mostly heard you know they're expecting like the community is expecting them to be good but not to do a lot mm-hmm. so like you know you kind of have the opportunity to trial this season i guess not necessarily tank but you know work with your roster have 
different people, different lineups, and see what works best. And don't just – I don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, it's just super strange that, like, you can't just have those guys on your roster going into training camp. Like, why not? You know, it's it's one of those things where you just question, like, why not have them there? And I I couldn't even think of a reason why. I guess maybe coaching is, like, the only thing I could think of why they wouldn't. That or just, like, travel-wise, because I know Jules, like, splits time between – San Diego and and the East Coast, but it makes no sense to me. Why do we not have a designated place for these lists? Like it's not even in the rule book. <laughs> so frustrating. Well, come I mean, on, NLL, you're letting me any, down. Does anyone use the rule book outside of the refs? Probably not. I mean, do the refs? In the NLL, yeah, Great. it's it's a much different game then. I'm I'm so happy to hear that. I mean, I've I've been to a game where there was 102 penalty minutes, DJ. Because the PLL refs opened that thing up, closed it, dropped it in the trash. They ain't looked at it since day one. That's hilarious. They, um, for, they forgot all the calls this entire season. Pretty much, oh, like. Oh man, this is this is bad. This is bad. This is very very bad. Should and of course, like we we all go to the Sixes tournament expecting it to be better. And at that moment, that's when they all knew they fucked up. <laughs> Absolutely, it was so bad, so bad. Um, yeah, like I said, it's been a slow week in terms of actual like lacrosse news um but other than those signings not too much that we skipped out or missed on since the last time we recorded um but the boy the homie jay carlson who is on the seals roster obviously on the whip snakes friend of the program had a hat trick in the the championship game for the pll if you didn't know now you know uh shout out to the boy got married since the last time we recorded Congrats to to Jay Carlson and his now wife. Um, we love seeing the homies succeed. We love love on the on the outside the box podcast. Yeah, now he's got that that husband strength out on the field. Like Jay Carlson is easily top three nicest human I think I've ever met. Amazing, just so genuine, so kind. Love seeing. Him just enjoying life. And if he goes between the legs more than five times in a season again, I'm going to go crazy. But now it's a good thing because he's the homie. Facts. Facts. As long as he's not doing it on the woods, I have. (laughs) Woods and chaos are off limits. Everybody else can kind of. You can do your thing. (laughs) Uh, So congrats to. Congrats to Jay and his now wife. Uh but we were talking pre-show DJ and we were just shooting the shit like we always do. Um, and we were watching uh shout out Michael Harrison. We watched your card opening video, um, but it, it prompted us to think why certain players won't win awards. They won't take their game to the next level until they stop doing a certain thing. 
y'all motherfuckers need to stop wearing black cleats. <laughs> it's the equivalent of wearing black air forces in public. Like, what? who are you trying to intimidate wearing black cleats? And it gets even worse when you're wearing black cleats and you have white socks. Like, nah, that, that's that's, that's kind of okay. No, see, the problem because, I have there is, well, like, that's when you're a kid and you're wearing, like, your good shoes to, like, church or to, like, a, a big fancy event. And you're trying to be sneaky and you wear your white gym socks instead of wearing, like, dress socks. That's the vibe I immediately get whenever I see white socks, black shoes. It looks terrible. It's aesthetically gross. Fix yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like, what I, I always ask mean, somebody to look at your fit before you walk out of the locker room and ask if you think you look okay. Stop the black cleats and white socks. And more importantly, just the black cleats. It, it's, it's not a good look, especially if your team's color scheme is bright colors is lighter colors like i get it if you play for chaos jack rowlett is like one of the few people who can get away with it because at least it matches the jersey but like if you're playing for like atlas or redwoods or or a team that has like bright colors and this goes for the nll too it is not league exclusive if your team colors are bright neon in your face you cannot kill your look good feel good play good vibes with black cleats what are we doing I mean, I just be giving them the benefit of the doubt when they got white socks on because it always makes me think that they got white cleats, but they forgot them and they always keep the black cleats as an extra pair in their bag. And then the other half of me that's just, just goes, that's just being unprepared. But they're also prepared because they got the black cleats. But in then their you're bag. also not look good, feel good, play good. I mean, nah. Which if if you're here's here's. Here's a theory because, that we are going to test during the NLL season no, and let, probably next PLL season. If we see somebody show up with black cleats and white socks, we got to tally how well they do in the game. I'm just going to say this, though, because I used to do that. And <laughs> see, you're just trying to defend yourself <laughs> a little bit. But listen, I was a white I was a white cleat guy for the most part, but I had a black pair in my bag just in case I forgot mine. I forgot mine. But it was always, man, I forgot my white cleats. And then it was like, you know what? I, I always just think about something. I'm like, you know, I am feeling kind of dangerous today. <laughs> but, but you just change your whole mindset when you got to like go black see, cleats. You see black cleats and it's just like, who are you trying to intimidate? Like, I, I mean, everybody. I almost got kicked out of that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you just had an angry vibe. I had three pairs of black cleats. I had three penalty minutes in the second quarter. That ref said, oh, he came to – he he woke up and chose violence. I did. I did. As soon as I realized I didn't have my white cleats, I chose immediate violence. Black cleats just means you wear black forces in public willingly, and that's a problem. I mean – This is I a hotter see- debate than the ankle socks versus high socks. Oh, no. No. Yeah. No, that's not even a debate. It's no. instantly high socks. Yes. If you wear ankle socks, you are a serial killer. Like, that's, <laughs> sorry, Grant. That's dangerous. Yeah, sorry, Grant. Like, I mean, look at him. He's murdering ankles. You saw see, Michael. See you saw Grant's legs. Grant's legs kind of allow for him to be interchangeable. Where, no, like, if you no. have thick tree trunks like your boy, and you're wearing ankle socks, you're just asking for like a collapsed leg. You can't be giving out free cards. See, I, I'm just but, supporting the boy because he's from Philly. They, they don't exist. I mean, he he's a menace. 
Yeah. Especially because he wears ankle socks. Like what would be what, what would happen if we saw somebody wearing and I feel like we I want to say socks with black, black I want to say Finn Sullivan has done that. <laughs> yes. And Finn scares Finn has me. done the full blown like psychopath combo of ankle socks and black cleats. With like I think with no elbows. <laughs> yeah. He scares me. Like we we need to ask Finn what's going on. Is everything okay at home? Like, I don't know. Who actively wakes up and says, "Yeah, I'm gonna throw on black cleats with with angle socks." Like who hurt him today? <laughs> like I'm concerned because it just, hasn't, it's not just a one time thing either. We've seen it multiple times. Yep. And I'm thoroughly concerned. Maybe it's Gary. <laughs> He's trying to intimidate him. No, he just. He has to just be prepared to slide right behind Garrett. So he's just ready to go for danger at all times. Oh, come a slide. Bang. Bang. <laughs> Let's not right now. Told you this episode's for the real one. I don't think they'd appreciate another <laughs> Mike Breed rare right now. Yeah. Black cleats, though. Totally. Are we are we officially banning black cleats from the podcast? Again, the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With very few exceptions. All right, so it's a soft band. Yeah, soft band. Because, like like we said, Jack Rowlett's able to pull it off. One, because Chaos has black in their jersey. Like, if you have black in your jersey, I can accept it. But, like, if you don't play for Chrome or Chaos, you shouldn't be wearing black cleats. Water dogs when those alternates drop. So True. That'll be loud, but they're not active yet. Like if you play for the water dogs and you're wearing black cleats with, with that purple, what are we doing? I don't know. We're I kinda, not there yet. I kind of want to see Karen McCarnell in some black cleats. <laughs> I I'd be real scared. If I we also we also need to like just fully embrace like the Miles Jones way of cleats and like wear colored cleats. Yes, I agree. Please. His cleats were amazing this year. But every single human needs to embrace the fact that it's okay to have color on your cleats. A hundred percent. I mean, I I remember one game I stepped out and this guy had like these United States cleats, but they were like different colors and they like represented all the different States in different ways. That's like, I was like, this kid's about to ball on me. That's what I was thinking. And then I was like, nah, I can't let that happen. And then I just like I slapped him like five times the first time he touched the ball. And he you ran away from me all game. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I'm not gonna do this today. Get out. Like I mean United Nations cleats. I'd be so scared as a defender if I stepped up to Karen McCardle. He had on all black cleats. Oh my god. I'd be like, oh, this dude's hanging six and three on my head today. Yeah, official statement from the Outside the Box podcast. Black cleats, reevaluate your game day fits. If you're actively choosing to wear black cleats outside of anybody on the Chaos roster and anybody on the Chrome roster. 
But if Chrome, if, if Chrome's wearing their white jerseys, same thing with Chaos, even. No. The Chaos white jerseys, I think you can get away with because the logo is black. The Chrome white ones, though, no. You can't wear black cleats with those all whites. Cannot happen. And this extends to, to college now because we know those those nil guys are going to be listening now. It, That's another thing we got to talk about. If you're how, team, if you're not like Duke rocking the all blacks, you better not have our black cleats. How many, how many nil deals is STX going to sign before they sign us? Um, like what are million, we doing? What are million. we doing? They've STX, like we everyone. we are free agents and have been free agents since this podcast started, and you're just letting us sit on the waiver wire. You're just letting us sit out here on the streets. What are we doing, STX? That's like me picking up Mike Williams in week three in fantasy football Bro, off you, the waiver wire. You, you have Aaron Rodgers chilling on the waiver wire right now. I mean, I hope not because <laughs> I'd scoop that up. That man. That's what about I'm saying. Cha- man about to win a championship this year. Heard it here first. Like, you got the biggest free agents in the game right here in terms of brand deals. You're out here signing nil deals instead that's where the money at i know impressionable kids that can't make a lot of money (sighs) go secure we're not saying don't secure your bags either shout out to everybody that's getting them nil deals secure that fucking bag but we're trying to make a bag too and (laughs) please (laughs) no hate on y'all just spread the love yeah like come through we want to be part of the team y'all listening throw us out there right Come on. Don't let postgame beat us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Name drop. <laughs> uh, the other NLL, like, kind of like eye opener. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias, my man Fluffy with the San Diego Seals jersey on the timeline. If we don't see Fluffy at a game, something's wrong. I need, I need that. I need, I need every team that has a comedian from their town at a game. Doing doing halftime shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a post game. Something. Post game comedy show after an NLL game. Oh my god. This is why DC needs a team. Could you imagine a post-game comedian show at the bullpen? That place was fire. That place was dope. I every understand why. Every place needs a bullpen. Yeah. Like, just it was like this outdoor bar that just was like a par- it was like a parking lot that they just turned into dope. a bar. It was like trailers from trains that they just boxed in they're very cool vibe there are stairs or tables it was dope yeah those buffalo wings that i got at that <laughs> stand were fire no free ads no yeah i don't even know what they were called they were just good i mean for bullpen no free ads <laughs> <laughs> that too that too yeah bullpen was dope but like did you imagine like I think Gabriel Iglesias being with the Seals as like minimal as that post was, was just showing like the trajectory of the NLL. Like, 
all right, we got we got Fluffy in the building. Let's you know let them know what's going down. And like in a market like a San Diego, that's not as big in lacrosse as like a Philadelphia, as a, a Long Island, as a you know Toronto, Buffalo, you know any of the Canadian markets really. San Diego's like still trying to like build its roots out there and and get that notoriety out there to have just the the face of Gabriel Iglesias holding up your jersey as minimal as it looks me personally I was like oh that's a big deal I think it's a huge deal like there's not too many people I mean Gabriel Iglesias is worldwide like everybody knows well I shouldn't say everybody but like a very large I'd say 95% of people know who yeah so it's like that's a big face to associate with your brand like now people are going to look up what a San Diego seal is because they have no clue what it is. And now a good, I don't know, maybe four or five out of ten people are going to maybe even watch a game. And go to now, a game. Yeah, go to a game, and now there's possibly a few more fans invested. And it's just a, a long, long thing, standard deviation type of thing. I hate stats. I took oh, man, it in high dropping school. math terms. I took it in high school. AP, never again. Uh, also, speaking of San Diego, how the hell did the Seals not follow us after that immaculate Oscar-nominated video that we dropped? Claiming that it would be the biggest move of the offseason. They clearly don't want to make the biggest move of the offseason. San Diego, what do we have to do? That's my question. My question to the San Diego Seals social team. What do we have to do to gain your trust, to gain your follow, and have you join the OTB family? What is it going to take? They think it's funny, and we're just going to have to infiltrate their socials and follow us back ourselves. Do we have to, like, dive in the ocean and, like, record it? Well... I'm going to have to record because I'm afraid of the ocean. It's all like, you. I'll, I'll, I'll go full gear like you did in your, your promo video back in July and go in the ocean. Like, Let us know what it's going to take. Give us a challenge. Give us some sort of thing that we have to accomplish. Whatever it takes. Shout out to the Avengers. Just like, know I'm not going in the dark or the ocean. Like, do we have to do an escape room with like Salty and like Austin Stotts? That sounds awesome, actually. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm actually down for that. <laughs> like, I just, I just need answers. I, I don't know what we, like, your president follows us. Do we got to come to a game? I mean, I will gladly go to San Diego for a weekend. <laughs> I've definitely, never been. Definitely in the wintertime, never been. Yes, never been, in, never been like that far west. Salt furthest, Lake is furthest west was right before. Salt Utah. Lake is as far as I've gotten. I was in Arizona. Never gonna go back. <laughs> no, I, I I like Utah. There's some there's some cool spots there. I would one hundred percent not like go the route you did. <laughs> Never again. It was much just... easier to fly to Arizona and then navigate driving wise i believe that because i just flew straight there. i've done that we we flew 
So my flight when I went out west in 2016 was Philly to Atlanta for a two-hour layover, Atlanta to Arizona, and then from Arizona we drove to Colorado, and then Colorado to Utah, Utah to South Dakota, and then we flew out of South Dakota to Philly. Or no, South Dakota to Chicago in the world's largest, most ridiculously easy-to-get-lost-in airport. Excuse me, what? And then to Philadelphia. Get some culture. Chicago's airport. O'Hare is amazing. Are you kidding me? I could I couldn't think it was lost. a mega maze. I couldn't get lost in O'Hare if I tried. Are I'm not what? saying in a bad way. There's oh, just okay. so much to like see in that place that like you just forget where you're at. Oh, 100%. I, <laughs> like, I you have love, to mark your location in there. <laughs> I love O'Hare. Like, <laughs> the amount of times I've flown in and out of O'Hare. I can... Like, navigating to get in and out wasn't bad, but just, like, walk, because we had a layover, so, like, I'm, like, walking around and stuff, and it's, like, you could run a marathon in this place. Yep. And then you you realize that all the same stores are in the same places everywhere you go, and you walk past the Hudson News, and you're, like, didn't I just walk past that Hudson News? <laughs> <laughs> it, it just like starts to trip you out for a second. It, like, yeah. but like I've been in there like twelve times now, or some crazy like that. I mean, you've so been now, there like, like every I, other weekend this summer. Yeah, I know. Now, like, you would text me while I'm in Chicago. <laughs> hey, I mean, flying out—it's the best time. Pretty to do sure it. you recorded like two episodes of the pod in Chicago this summer. <laughs> I did, I did, in hotel rooms. It was amazing. I couldn't believe my Wi-Fi worked good enough to do that. That was the only time I've actually been in Chicago was at the airport. I've never, like, explored Chicago. Oh. Oh. You're going to have to come to Chicago. I know. I have friends that live in Chicago. We got to get you Harold's. We got to get you Giordano's. (laughs) Oh. Portillo's. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. Oh, there's so... you You got to go to Millennial Park, the Navy Pier... The, the Gold Coast. Oh, my God. There's so much to show you in Chicago. Gambling is legal. I can't believe you. Oh, my. That's <laughs> It's like a gold chest. <laughs> yeah, never been to Chicago, like, outside of the airport. That was the way for the longest time, too, with Atlanta before I went there for 2019. For, oh, know, I, love it. I love Atlanta. Love for Atlanta. visiting. It's for so visiting. nice. New York's the same way. Love visiting. New See, York. I hate New York. Could never live there. Oh hell no! Atlanta, no, I could probably no. live in. No. New York, absolutely not. I, I don't like Atlanta that much. I liked it a lot. It was very nice. I, I like. Never... I love Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona is gorgeous. I I would love Phoenix. I, I can't do. It. I just can't do the South because it's it's mucky. See the, the weird the humidity thing? kills me. That's the weird part about Phoenix. See, this podcast episode's for the real ones. We're talking fucking geography for you people. Uh, Phoenix was nice because it's not humidity. It's It's just dry dry heat. And like 105 degrees in Phoenix is tolerable because it's dry heat. It's not humid and like feels like you have like 40 pounds on your shoulders walking around. Like you walk outside and it's like some water. Yeah. You inhale and it's dry, but it's tolerable to be outside for you know an hour and every place down there has to be air conditioned dude 
the, or they, the Arizona or Diamondbacks down. Stadium is air conditioned. Yeah, they ain't have I ever told you that? I watched. I that was the first thing we did. we watched a game there. Dome was closed, obviously, because we went in August. The dome in Arizona was air conditioned. I was like, this is the weirdest experience ever that I'm watching a baseball game right now and there's air conditioning in the stadium. Yeah, it's that they y'all would all died if they had no air conditioning. Facts. And then they would have had a big lawsuit on the man. Man, I would have dove right in that pool. I sat right next to it. <laughs> oh yeah, I need to get out there. Oh, I've been the uh, guaranteed rate field. Went to a Nationals Park, Comerica, my all-time favorite. I mean, you can't beat Comerica. Maybe it's everything that surrounds Comerica That's how that I makes feel about it so good. Park. But oh, America, Comerica is top-notch. That's how Best I feel part. about all of our Philadelphia stadiums, like even the Wings, like because they play at Wells Fargo Center. So it's like it's all right there. And I think Detroit's the same way now, too. Like all of your yep. stadiums since are the, right in the um, same. Yep. Since the Wings and the Pistons got rid of the Palace and Joe Lewis, they moved downtown the Little Caesars Arena. Yeah. So like the way it's set up in Philly is Citizens Bank Park Street. Lincoln Financial Field, Xfinity Live, which is like best post-game, pre-game bar on the planet, and then Wells Fargo Center. I say the best. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. <laughs> you it's already know. I think that's how it we always goes. Like 45 like minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. Corner is Little Caesars Arena. Kitty Corner is Comerica. And then across the street from Comerica is Fort Field. Got to get an LL team in Detroit. I said that. I, I think I, it would be fire. Uh, the people Not only just because, LL like, team. just let alone, like, Detroit fans, like, will show out for that. Yep. Once they see how rough it is. And that they can fight. Like you'll be Detroit. able to attract Red Wings fans easily. Oh yeah. And then you'll get the Lions fans that want like hard hitting smell. Like imagine Dan Campbell at a lacrosse game. <laughs> like pregame or whatever. Like that would be electric. And then uh you'd be able to get Pistons fans because Mouse the Pals. And then you get the hood. 
not not gonna cap with you. The hood gonna come through. Cause I mean, they'd be like, oh, they in there boxing, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> this shit, wow. <laughs> and then you do like what every smart city in America does. You do your college nights on a Friday night. You get all the local schools to come out. It's ten dollar tickets. You have a, a food and drink voucher. Yeah, come on through. Yeah, I mean, you got Wayne State, uh, Oakland Community College, Oakland U, uh, Detroit Mercy. You missed Dearborn. U of M would probably come up because it's right there. Michigan State. Michigan State. Adrian, which is where I went, is right there. Uh, Eastern Michigan's not far. Like, I mean, there's another Plenty. So like, another like ten community colleges over in that area. Yeah, too. it's just like here we got the big five schools. Like you have Villanova, Temple, St. Joe's, Drexel, um, LaSalle. Like all those schools will come through. Like Penn. It, it's so easy. Detroit would be such a good NLL city, and it's yes. like right in the middle too. Like eventually add like a Chicago team in there too. Have that rivalry bud and and blossom like. And Columbus, he'll be great. Those the, three the Midwest. Those three would be at it. Facts. Consistently. That would be sick. I would love that. Definitely. I'm all in on a Detroit team. As long as like they don't do like the Pistons new color scheme. Can we bring the old Pistons jerseys back? <laughs> but then you got I mean, yeah, because they might even play like the old Pistons. Like I hate that was like the worst branding change. I agree. Quite honestly, ever. I agree because they got rid of like the piston. Yeah. Like we want to see the piston. <laughs> so I, bad. I don't even know. I went that would be Pistons. a sick NLL color scheme for a team. I went to a Pistons Lakers game my sophomore year of college. Six row. LeBron didn't play. Sad face. Um, but I didn't see Piston. I didn't see the Piston the entire time. Like I think they changed their mascot. I didn't even see the mascot, but I don't. That think would be such a sick either. anywhere team. That like teal color and the orange mm-hmm. would be such a dope color scheme for an NLL jersey. Don't know where, don't know who, but like that color scheme is so clean together. Along with black, obviously. Like, you make it the black, that teal, and and the orange for the fire. That would look beautiful on an NLL jersey. I think they should take the Tigers color scheme. Like the navy and orange? Mm Mm-hmm. I could see that. As long as it doesn't look too much like Syracuse. Or maybe that uh, Atlanta Blaze color scheme. That might look good. Can we also move the Georgia Swarm to Atlanta? I yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I've been on this. Obviously, they signed the the re up for like three years at their current stadium, but like they play in I think Duluth, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it's nowhere close to Atlanta. Can we get them in the Hawks Arena? Right. Like, I'm pretty sure nobody's playing in the old Atlanta Thrasher Stadium. I doubt it. Like. I don't get why that was the choice for the swarm. 
they're one of the most talented teams in the league and they're playing so far outside of like the demographic and the market that you want to like cater to must be money makes no sense makes no sense uh before we get to our final topic uh we tweeted it our pll tops cards have shipped we are going to do box breaks on our twitch channel um it's twitch.tv slash underground sports phi dj's got two boxes coming i've got two boxes coming we're gonna open those bad boys and uh it's gonna be fun so it's gonna be a small box break but it's gonna be a very exciting one because if it's anything like the boxes dj and i got when we were in dc we're going to get some fire pulls. So be a friend, tell a friend. Once they are actually here, we'll announce a date and figure it all out um, when we're going to open them and crack those things open. But box break is happening. Be a friend, tell a friend. Twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. We'll let you guys know if we're streaming it on Twitter too. We might just because we have our, our OTB loyalists on the Twitter machine. But uh, our final segment is going to be uh, one of our top five drafts that we tend to do on this show. It's brought to you by our friends at Play Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com right now. Start building your fan profile by, you know, you're, you're placing prop bets. You're making picks on the hottest headlines in sports. It's prop bets created by content creators, bloggers, podcasters, just like DJ and myself. So go to playpickup.com, make your picks, play the headlines, Start building your pickup fan profile by making picks on the hottest headlines in sports at playpickup.com. It's all the rage right now. DJ finished it. I am only three episodes in, um, so I'm going in not fully knowledgeable about everything that has gone on, but Squid Game has taken the world by storm. Uh, the hot Netflix show that came out less than a month ago. September 17th was the original release day. Um. Squid Game is is blowing up all over different pockets of the internet. I just played like a Jersey Club remix for DJ before we started recording that is around Squid Game. It's absolutely a lunacy. Uh, so our, our pickup uh, top five draft is top five lacrosse players we think would survive Squid Game. I'm trying to th- did you go first for Yep. I went first draft? on last one. All right, so I'll go first. You'll have, and then we'll go two, three, four, five, do it the way we do. So, Squid Game, who's going to survive from what I know? Um, I mean, he's precise. He's he's quick. He's accurate with everything he does. Uh, I'm going Marcus Holman, number one. He's Mr. Accurate. Uh, We're not going to give any spoilers to Squid Game just in case anybody hasn't watched it, but I'm going to take Marcus Holman as my my top pick to uh, survive Squid Game. I mean, I'm going to take Mr. Lacrosse himself, Lyle Thompson, number one, um, and then follow that up with one of my personal favorites, Ryder Garzi. So... And it's kind of unfair. I'm, you know, I've finished it. So yeah, I, so I know more knowledge more. of everything. Yeah. So is my Marcus Holman pick? Is that a a quality pick? I mean, I probably would have had him on my list at some point. Pick two for me. I mean, I'm gonna go Zeddy Ballgame, Zed Williams, um, and then 
trying to think. This is going to sound so stupid out of context. I'm trying to think of who plays with their tongue hanging out all the time. <laughs> oh, Dane Smith. Dane's my number three. Okay. Um, number three, my guy, Eddie Glazer. And then follow it up. Black Forces. <laughs> <laughs> follow it up with um someone else who should be considered a cyborg uh jared newman interesting all right so you got lyle Ryder, glaze and jared i've got marcus holman um i take his pick number two zed zed and then Dane Smith, my number four pick. Um, who do I want to take number four to survive Squid Game? I'm going to go with... Man, this one's tough. Because it's like I'm trying to think. Because like, I have two picks, and it's like. <sighs> There's a position we haven't really. That's what I'm thinking. Chosen too. from yet. That would be pretty decent options. I'm going to go Blaze. Okay. That's not necessarily the position I was thinking. At four. Oh. I was debating for that between Blaze and Gitz. But I'm gonna go Blaze because he's the MVP. Like he's a winner. Um, and then <laughs> I'm gonna drop this one as who I think would be terrible at Squid Game, just based off of his play on the lacrosse field and what he's known for. Mark Lassini would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Gary Duffel. Oh no, <laughs> but I agree with, with that. <laughs> Glick would be the human shield. Yeah, Glick wouldn't work. Um, um, so I got one more pick. Who's my last pick? Um, this one's going to be weird and probably a surprise for you. I'm going to go Ben Reeves. Not a surprise. Really? He was going to be in my honorable mentions. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go Ben Reed. Doctor. He's smart as shit. He's tactical. I'm going to go Ben Reeves as my last pick. My number five. Um, it's probably a surprise to you, but I'm going Treasy, Latrell Harris. He, and, I was uh, debating on picking him. And then honorable mentions um, would be Zach Courier, Ida. And then a guy that didn't play this year, but would be a very dark horse, Ty Warner. Yeah. I was like, ooh, Ty would be good, but he's not, he wasn't active this year. So I went Ben. Uh, my honorable mention. You didn't pick a defender. No. That's interesting. Yeah. I was I was debating on picking Jack. 
Um, and I also debated Graham Hasek. But my other honorable mention, <laughs> strictly based off a of red light, green light, is Trevor. <laughs> Got that speed, boy. Yep. What Wait, was the posi- what was the position that uh that we didn't I, that, that oh didn't. short stick team in. Oh okay. I was like, yeah. I wonder if he's gonna think of like Danny Logan or any of those guys. I think we got good squads. I can't believe you didn't pick any defenders, not even for honorable mention. I mean I said Jack honorable mention. Okay. Liam Burns. Low key a dark. Yeah, I feel like Liam well. would low key be sneaky. <laughs> Jake Pulver. I'm trying to think of any other defensemen. Garrett to no go. John Sexton to no go. Matt Dunn. Ironically, no. In my opinion. From what else I know. Um anybody from that team? Colin Squires. If really? I pick somebody from the whips. I would pick Colin Squires. What about Terry? Terry Fanko. He wouldn't be a bad option either. What other goalie? Because I, I I said I was between Blaze and Gitz. Matt DeLuca. Hmm. Dylan Ward. Yeah, they're, they're kind of interchangeable. Interesting. I've always liked that. I, I need Nat. <laughs> Nat. Trey from Matt DeLuca. But don't tell Timmy I said that. <laughs> I love Matt DeLuca. I think he's got so much untapped potential. Yes. Like, I, I was watching him at Delaware. Like, he got me back to watching Delaware lacrosse. I was like, this dude's unreal. And he's a he, fucking giant. He reminded me a lot of my goalie in high school. Like, extremely long, extremely athletic, made the tough inside saves, but then would literally almost snap his head in half when he missed one that he felt like he should have had. That was like, I like that guy a lot. And he doesn't have a five-hole problem. Spoiler warning for anybody who has not watched Squid Game. I'm going to ask DJ a question here or kind of like propose a off-kilter honorable mention. So spoiler warning, five, four, three, two, one. My pick to be the person who sneaks onto the van and infiltrates, Jay Carlson. Because that man sneaks to the crease like no other. <laughs> Ryan Ambler. That's another good one. And that Colin, in my brain, I was like, hmm. Colin Hecott. He's just like, when I think of like a a crime TV show and the guy is going to be the FBI agent that's like all super fit and is always the one that runs and catches him. I think of a guy like Colin Egon. Also, if anybody wants a fun like crime TV show to watch, Turner and Hooch on Disney Plus, amazing show. 
The Blacklist on Netflix. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, I'm in season eight of eight. It it's a, it's one you got season sit. finale just dropped Wednesday. It's so one you gotta sit for. It's one you gotta sit for though. I will say that because uh it's it's about 20, 22 episodes a season. Ooh. Yeah, all Turner Hooch is just twelve. They're all uh, an hour long. Plus it's Josh Peck. Oh. It's awesome. And it's I a think- it's a legacy show, so it's a TV series sequel to the original Turner and Hooch movie with Tom Hanks. It's awesome. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because one of the executive producers came on streamer season. It's and I like I wanted him on the show because I enjoyed the show. Um, awesome show, totally recommend it. But that our top five draft for Squid Game Survivors. I got Marcus Holman, Zed Williams, Dane Smith, Blaze Reardon, Ben Reeves. DJ's got Lyle Thompson, Ryder Garnsey, Eddie Glazner, Jared Newman, Latrell Harris. I can't wait to tweet this graphic out and tag all of them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is going to be dope. I want to see the responses. In those, like, little diamond shapes with the player numbers. Oh. <laughs> I got to I gotta go ham on that graphic. Who's um, going to be the last light left? <laughs> so that is our, uh, our Squid Game draft, powered by our friends at Play Pickup. And uh, that's an episode for you guys. The real ones, your real one if you listen to this episode. I'll say that much. Um, hopefully, we have some more lacrosse-esque news over the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, we get a TV deal announcement for the U.S. to partner up with TSN. Um, like the press release said, that it's coming soon. Uh, training camp is 22 days away, DJ. We're three weeks out from training camp for the NLL. So, so might, be, um... might be a little slow burn before we get there. But we'll make it happen. So in a week, you're telling me that we get in that TV deal release, right? That's my guess. I said that last week. I said last week, a two-week period. Like, you can't go into training camp without that announced. I'll be looking for it. Waiting for for that NLL tweet notification to come on my phone. And that is pure speculation for everybody at home. I know zero. That is just pure guess and like just that's flat cap. out. That's cap, y'all. He that's be knowing, not cap. He be, knowing, he be knowing stuff, but he don't be knowing. I don't know stuff. this stuff. Uh, if I knew this stuff, I'd think about dropping a per source, but got got no knowledge of when this is actually getting announced. So just don't let him tell y'all that he don't know nothing. <laughs> he know he knows something. You didn't see anything. <laughs> Make sure you guys are following us on social media uh, at OTB Lax Pod, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, be sure to follow DJ on Twitter at SCS underscore next great. As I think Thor just like burst through DJ's roof. <laughs> you heard that too. <laughs> it's that mic. I'm like, what is going on up there? <laughs> They're playing Squid Game. <laughs> I think so. It's the van. The van. Red light. Up. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Follow DJ on Twitter at SCS underscore next. Great. Follow me on Twitter at KBICZL311. It's also the five-year anniversary, concept anniversary of Underground Sports Philadelphia as we record this on Thursday. So 
big thank you guys for uh, all the support on this crazy wild journey that we've been on so far. Uh, it's only getting started, so best believe we got big things coming. And uh, check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. It's been a hot minute since we got a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Leave those five-star reviews. I want the real ones that have listened and have not left a five-star review before. I want you to drop your top five Squid Game Survivor list on our Apple Podcast review. We will read it on the next episode. We will dissect your list. Leave a five-star review. It's been far too long since we've gotten one. Like I'm going to pull it up right now, actually, and see the last time the last five-star review we've had written in on Apple Podcasts because, one, Apple... Apple did a mini purge like last year and got rid of a ton of reviews for whatever reason. Um, we're at 112 overall reviews, but some some losers and dweebs left one star ratings, cowards, not even reviews. Um, the last one we got was a year ago, like January 7th, 2021 is the last five star review we ever written in. Come on. That ain't a year ago. That's. Eight months. Give these people. It might as well time. be a year. Might as well be a year. <laughs> he feeling spicy today. It, it's been way too. I like. I like reading the reviews. Drop the five star reviews. Five stars only. We got standards. We know you do too. We know they're five stars. You can also check us out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. Big thank you to our sponsors: Tomahawk Shades, Stateside Vodka, and Kenwood Beer. You guys can use our code USP at checkout at tomahawkshades.com to get 25% off your entire order. And go to their Instagram, comment on the post with that hoodie, and let them know you want that in the store because DJ and I want that in the store. <laughs> uh, be a friend. Do the damn thing for us. Flood the mentions there. Say you want that hoodie available. Plus, you get 25% off of it. Like, come on. It's that simple. Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Go to statesidevodka.com. Get the vodka soda party packs. Uh, you got to be 21 or older to purchase. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer, use the Kenny Tracker at KenwoodBeer.com to see who's got Kenwood on tap. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. This has been episode number 190 of the Outside the Box podcast, part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. For DJ, I'm KB. And until next week, we are... Signing off and most certainly not in a financial situation to play Squid Game, but who the hell knows? We'll let you guys know next week. But until then, we are signing off. Peace. Peace.